Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I'm joined by the queen of aerobic style, Delilah Doom. Delilah, how are you today? I am wonderful. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. It's been like two years now, so I'm so excited to be catching up with you, my friend. You were always a ball of radiant energy, and I feel <laughs> like I know it's summertime, but summer's not really my thing, so I need that I need that energy from you. So thank you. I got you. I got you. Although it's finally, it's been really gloomy in LA the past oh, really. Like three, almost, I feel like even the longer, like probably a month, but the sun finally came out, but it's, it's hot. And I'm like, uh, I think I want the gloom. <laughs> Reason number, Deli she's Delilah Gloom today, guys. Just <laughs> Too hot. <laughs> I mean, that that's pretty much how I feel. That's reason number one why I could never actually live in California. I am not a heat person, not a sun person. As you can see, I'm really pale. So that's like three reasons, actually. <laughs> um, but, you know, like I alluded to, the last time we talked was like two years ago. So I kind of want to start off. The last time I talked to you, we had mentioned something that you were kind of working on, but it had been kind of put on, on pause for a little bit. So you already know where I'm going. There's probably no updates, but I'm still going to do it anyway. Delilah, <laughs> do you have any updates on that short movie script you were kind of uh, thinking about creating on the origins of Delilah 2? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still just been an idea in my notebook that um <laughs> that sounded really great when I first came up with it, but no, yeah. <laughs> You know, that's life just catches up with us. Life has been crazy these last three and a half years, you know. Uh, but but I'm curious when you were kind of like envisioning it and like putting it down in your notebook and stuff, like what did you envision this short movie to look like? Can you kind of give us a little bit more insight into kind of your origin story a little bit? Um, I was watching a lot of Mortal Kombat. Okay. And so I just envisioned um, me, present me meeting old me in front of Richard Simmons' house. Yeah. You know, like, I know you love Richard Simmons. So, yeah. like, you know, me, you know, this me going to see Richard Simmons' house to just, you know, be a tourist and then discover old me who had become a wrestler. And uh, I don't know. And just going from there and having, like, this book of all the opponents I must beat to save Richard Simmons. You know, something along that line, but it, I was really into Mortal Kombat, and <laughs> so I might have to go back and just, um, I don't know, get, <laughs> get my ideas sorted out, because I do think it would be a great movie, well, a short, a short movie. <laughs> yeah, I, now, what... Again, I, so I am, like, very basic when it comes to video games. Like, I love the party games. I love, like, some of the PC games. But I'm very, like, basic when it comes to that. So what what kind of stuff would entail in these Mortal Kombat, like, duels against in these matches? What would they it look would, like? <laughs> it was more so the different realms uh, and, like, the time traveling that happens. And, um, like, one version of me meeting the other version of me. So... Along those lines, and then okay. maybe some Mortal Kombat -y fights, but mostly just kind of storyline kind of stuff. Okay, so <laughs> I I want this to happen because I've never quite seen anything like that. You know, we've seen wrestling video games, but we've never seen like an actual video game like entailed into wrestling. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know. Gotta make it happen. It would, Delilah. You, you gotta get on it. I know. 
it's one of those things like you know I have many hobbies that I start I you do and yeah and then all of a sudden that hobby that I just spent a hundred dollars on is tucked away and I have a new hobby I know so I know you do you know wrestling acting theater improv what other hobbies outside of like the acting and wrestling realm are you involved in or have been involved in um let's see well I play music oh um, I did not know that yeah I mean I'm not so I, I'm like I dabble I've been playing music since I was five I started playing piano and then I started taking voice lessons um and then I started playing flute when I went into middle school so I played flute in middle and high school um and then I learned guitar bass taught myself ukulele and a little bit of drums so just a little bit <laughs> you know I like I said I dabble so I'm not great I'm like you, you okay. could be a one-woman <laughs> show Delilah <laughs> yeah I used to be really into uh, I have a SoundCloud I, I used to love just recording acoustic cover songs so yeah. Now, what kind of uh, genre would uh, these songs be that you were covering? Um, bands like the Postal Service, uh, like like indie kind of music, like okay. pop punk indie. Um, God, I'm trying to think of all the, like the trying to think of the songs that I have. Um, I have like Menzingers, I, I Iron Sheet covers. Um, yeah, just like random, but like kind of indie pop punk kind of stuff. So you do yeah. like everything, Delilah. For I, real. I just dabble. <laughs> Fair enough. I dabble. You know, uh, like they say, a jack of all trades, a master of none. Although I will say you've mastered a lot of, you know, improv and wrestling, of course. You're going to be going that. on 10 years. That's crazy to think about. I don't, I, it is. Time Time has flown. Oh, 10 I know. years. <laughs> I know, it has. You know, in the past, you know, we've talked about your improv acting and theater, but I don't think we've actually discussed, like you kind of alluded to, your origin story. So what kind of drew you to the, I know you did theater growing up, but what kind of drew you to the realm of acting, theater, and improv? Um, I don't, I, I just remember when I was like a little kid, I was always like, like a ham. I always liked to be in front of the camera. And in, I think it was middle school, um, we had this program called, um, it was first, I think, Odyssey of the Mind, but then it got changed to Destination Imagination, but I think it was called, but it was, um, I don't even know how to explain it, but you would get a group together, your team, so it was like me and a bunch of my friends, and you would have a, an adult who would be the curator, I don't know, the le I don't know, It's this is so, so long ago, it's okay. but your team would pick what kind of thing they wanted to compete in mm -hmm. like different so there was um like you could build things um the like, like science a team building thing kind of yeah okay. it's like my team we we wanted to do like put on like a show and so like i said this was a long time ago so i'm trying to drag the memories um but so like one year we you would pick like there'd be like a list of historical figures um a uh, place of place and time and like random things you know and your team would have to pick one of each and so it'd be like i don't know i'm trying to think of like a like uh abraham lincoln stuck in space you know with yeah. a grasshopper i don't know and then so that's team, basically like, improv yeah so you your team you had you know it would be like a you would have a designated amount of time like a month or two months and your team would come up with with so like for this specific genre we would come up with a play pretty much and we built our own set we had to do our own costumes and we wrote our own script and we performed it 
And then, um, you know, each genre, each team would get graded or like, you know, and you could, you take places, first place, second place. But that really got me into like improv and acting because we had to come up with our own script. Like we were in, I think maybe sixth grade, I don't know, fifth grade. And we're building, I remember the one thing we did, we had a um, uh, exploding toilet. I don't remember why, but we paper mache a toilet and we had to construct a mechanism that could blow confetti out of it. So we had to build like this contraption that was part of our set. I don't know, it was really cool. And then we had to perform. And you were smart kids and putting costumes together. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was just stuff you already had made or if you sewed stuff together. I don't know how you that works. We'd put, like, we all brought like clothing and yeah. stuff, or we had to make, uh, we made paper mache eyeballs for um, the grass, like uh, the grasshopper. Uh-huh. I don't know, it was like this weird thing, but that really drew me into like improv and acting and performing. Yeah. <laughs> that- if anyone out there has ever done OM, or whatever it got changed into, please let me know. I want to find my people. Yeah. <laughs> Smart kids. I I am not like a... I took some engineering classes in like high school and stuff, but like fifth, sixth... Listen, my my high school, we had like we had like different things going on there, but um, fifth, sixth grade, and you're coming up with a paper mache toilet, and then you figure out how to get something to kind of spurt out of it. That's like... That's amazing. Like for but there was like a bunch of it was a bunch of people because you know, Fair. so maybe one brain with all of them. Mm. But still, I mean, that's impressive coming together yeah. and all of that. Um, at least you had a month. I would be really frantic, like trying to figure things out. But that sounds so fun and unique too, in a way. Again, I'm not yeah. really immersed into like I don't have much experience at all in like improv and stuff. I think in high school we just like had to record a thing from like one of the Shakespeare plays. Like that's about it. That's the extent of Heck my yeah. acting experience. Is literally it. Um, <laughs> but you know. You did a lot of theater growing up. I know you did athletics. You found wrestling at about the age of 10. Kind of thinking back to your childhood self, you've dabbled in a lot of things. But what did your kind of initial career aspirations look like? What did your younger self envisioning you doing when you grew up? Dang, before I thought of becoming a wrestler, I think I wanted to be a zookeeper. I like animals. (laughs) I wanted to be a zookeeper. And I... I'm trying to think what else. It's oh my gosh, I don't know because I'm bringing you back. 10, I'm sorry. I to be a wrestler, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, but like before that, I'm just like probably like I was young, so a zookeeper, and I think I also wanted to be a bus driver at one point. My friend and I really, really, really thought it would be cool to drive the school bus. Yeah, my, my best friend Kim and I. But as far back as I can remember, I just envisioned wrestler or at least an entertainer. An yeah. Entertainer in some aspects yeah read an interview did like seven years ago and you kind of like you said there kind of mixed your entertainment and like sports together sports entertainment I know especially you know you mentioned you found wrestling at the age of 10 so can you tell me more about your love for China and kind of how seeing her carved your path to eventually entering the ring yourself yeah um I remember I was watching I think it was raw but I just remember her coming out. It was a, one of the first times I've seen wrestling. And you just see this badass woman. And yeah. no offense to the other woman that were wrestling at the time. But, you know, she wasn't, you know, she, she wasn't there just to do bra and panty matches yeah. or um, cat fights. Like, she could actually beat you up and be strong. And she was just an amazing woman. Like, athletic, uh, aesthetically, um, you know, she would go in with the guys and I just remember being like, 
I want to be that type of woman. I want to be a badass wrestler like China. And it just sparked this, like, you know, I can do it. I can do it. I'm going to step in the ring with not just women, but with men too. And here we are. Here ah. we are almost 10 here years later. Ah. You've had, you've had quite the journey growing up. I know you were born in Massachusetts. Were you also raised there as well? Did you grow up there? Yes. Yes. I, so, I lived there for 25 years. So yeah. what prompted you to then, because you moved to Texas before you even kind of found your school. So what then made you move from Massachusetts to move to Texas? What specifically Austin? Um, uh, at the time I wanted to go back to school mm. and, um, so I have a degree in nutrition um, and diet technology, but sign language has always been um, something I've loved. Uh, I grew up with a best friend whose parents were deaf. So I was immersed in ASL growing up for a long time. And I was almost actually fluent for a long time, but you know, I stopped using it and I lost most of it, but I wanted to go to school to be an ASL interpreter. So when looking at places, I really wanted to get out of Massachusetts at the time. So yeah. um there was a school in Houston and a school in Austin. So I figured when I, I booked a trip to Houston, I, I flew out there all alone um, to check out the school there. Um, and then I rented a car and I drove to Austin and stayed with um, some people that a coworker knew who were like, yeah, you can stay with us. No worries. Um, and kind of explored Austin. I just, I just fell in love with Austin when I was there. Um, and I really thought I was, I was going to be going to school um, back to school to be an ASL interpreter. And so I sent in like my financial aid and stuff. And after I moved to Austin, turns out my financial aid got declined. And at that same time, I had just went to a local show mm -hmm. and spoken yeah. to a few of the wrestlers. Yes. So like that, uh, the financial aid fell through, but this happened. And so I just decided to just say, F it. I'm going to try this passion, this dream of mine and just see what happens. And I just, I just said, let's do it. Was this ASL degree um, considered a master's degree or were you going back for a separate bachelor's? I would have to go back for a separate bachelor's. Okay, yeah. Because I, yeah. I was going to say grad school, master's, like you get like no aid. Like it's just, it's a whole different thing. Um, but especially, you know, yeah. I mean, student debt's just a whole other thing. I totally understand that though. I, I've been to Texas twice now and I, I loved it out there. It wasn't in the summer months, luckily, or else I think yeah. I would have melted. But I, I've been to San Antonio and then I was in um, Dallas um and and then around the Fort Worth area. So I loved Texas, you know. You obviously had wrestling and then daily life. You moved there. How would you describe your overall experience in Texas? Obviously, it brought you into wrestling. So what was your daily life like there for a while? Um when I first started out, I I was well, I started training and I like, you know, just yeah. struggling. I was struggling. <laughs> I had gotten a job um, as a waitress because that's what I was doing back in Massachusetts. But the the tip, like, it just wasn't what I was used to financially, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it it was a struggle. I remember, I remember going to Starbucks once and like my card getting declined, and I was just like, oh, and the guy was nice enough to be like, just take it, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. But you know, once once I found my footing, you know, and um, just I don't know, you know, it, it takes a while to settle in, and once I got settled in. Um, you know, I was first training in Austin and that was going well for a bit. And then, you know, I discovered Funaki school and that just worked out better for me. So I was doing that drive 
um, six days a week from Austin to San Antonio, Austin to San Antonio to train with um, Funaki before I actually moved to San Antonio. Um, but yeah, a lot of my days was uh, wake up early in the morning, drive, train and work out, drive back, shower real quick, go to work, repeat. <laughs> I, I'm curious, what made you fall in love with Austin kind of in the first place versus a place like Houston where you initially went? It was a hipster vibe. Fair. The hipster vibe. <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I like Peace the music love, scene. man. <laughs> the music seems yeah. great. Um, I don't know, it was just, it was just hip, you know, and I was 24, 25, so I just kind of was vibing well with it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Texas obviously holds a special place in your heart for life, obviously with wrestling as well. You've spent many yeah. of your early days there in your career. So kind of, you know, you then you made the move to California. I, I don't think you had any place in between that, right? Okay. Nope. I, uh, so, I was in Antonio, met Eli, and then I came out here. So when and why did you decide to move to California? My husband. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, after we met and got engaged, you know, uh, he he's Cali, L.A. born and bred. He's not going anywhere. And I've always wanted to live in California since I was a little girl. Um, when I was actually applying for, for colleges when I was in high school, I was applying for colleges in California. Um, so it just kind of felt, I don't know, like it, you know, it was supposed to happen and it, it, you know, I just packed up and, uh, he met me out and we drove, we drove together like 27 hours. I think it was, I think so. We just did it in one shot. (laughs) Imagine that drive from Massachusetts. To Cali. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I drove, I, when I, when I moved to Texas, I drove. Yeah. So, but I did like a road trip. I it was me and my cat. Oh. So we did like two weeks, you know. And I I stopped yeah. along the way and saw some cool places, saw some friends, um, and like you know, kind of casually made my way down. And then this this one, we were just like boop, <laughs> straight straight to it. Kind of at this point, would you say uh, you're still? I don't know if it's heavily, but it's still at least somewhat involved in kind of the acting improv scene in Cali. Um, occasionally I'll. Well, I'll, I'll get used as um like a stunt person, so in a sense, I guess, but not so much. I have a lot of friends who are comedians and and you yeah. know are involved in improv, but um, I'm just so I haven't done it in so long aside yeah. from the wrestling ring. Yeah. So I w- I mean I wouldn't mind doing a class again. Like I love classes and learning, and it would be fun. But right now, I'm just mainly just focused on just wrestling right now yeah what kind of stunt work have you done because obviously you know there's many different genres you could do that in so I'm curious to know like what your genre what your stunt work has looked like well okay I was labeled as a, I was just a wrestler but okay less as stunt people so like I did um AP bio yes that's what yeah. that's what it was. AP bio and then I did magic for humans um and and then I did mocap for two two twenty two 2k22 I think it was yeah, so I did. I did motion capture for that. Um, how was so, that? Ex- how was that? Ex- you know, I I I know like Lady Frost was in this one. I believe Kylie Ray also was also in the yes. recent one. So can you kind of? I again, I have no idea how any of that works. Can you kind of walk us through the process of how that happened, and then like doing the motion picture uh, motions? I guess is the word. Yeah, I think I, I think I can talk about it. Right, the game already came out. So like two years ago. So I don't see why not. Yeah. So honestly, why not? Yeah. So um, 
I got recommended to them by somebody. Um, I think it was Aaron Solo um, because they were looking for women's wrestlers. And yeah. I just, I got an email and they were just, inter- they wanted to see if I was interested in coming up. And basically the day is like you, you go there um, and you, you know, you wear, you wear like this full body suit that has like little, um, I don't, the little motion cap. The white, yeah, the I wires. Know. I don't know what the term is either, but yeah. I know what you mean. And so I did it, I did it a few times for that game. Um, we filmed like the, like the scenes. So um, Heather Monroe was there too. She's, she was player one. So when you play the woman's player one, like the career mode, mm-hmm. it's, it's Heather Monroe moving, you know? So filming like, so we'd walk and then we would have to do like, you know, like we were talking while the script played. And then when it came time to do moves, um, it was, we would, we would do either actual just moves, like, hey, can you do this move? And would it be in an actual ring when you were doing yes, actual moves? In an actual okay. ring, yeah. A nice ring, too. Actual ring. Um, and, yeah, so, you, I mean, it would just be like wrestling, but they would just be like, this is what we need. We need you to get up. You know, it's like video games. So when you think of the video games. Um, and then we did entrances where you just, like, you have to mimic. So it was just, it was my favorite thing to do. It was so much fun. Uh, I was surrounded by wonderful people. Uh, it was just some of the best, like one of the best jobs I've ever had. <laughs> what was the, so there's a lot of different entrances, especially in WWE. What was your most fun entrance to do? Ooh, dang. I did, I did Trish Stratus. And I just, just because, yeah, that really, <laughs> I was oh. really excited for that. Um, I did a couple, ugh, me and, me and um, Alex Grace, I always Grace, say my name yeah. wrong. Gracias. Sorry, guys. Um, we did a, a Alexa Blisses like a few. Um, I did Candice LeRae a couple, like when she was baby and heel. Yeah. So that was really fun. Um, who else? I'm trying to remember. I did uh, Nikki. I did all her like when she was superhero. Yeah. Like, yeah all, like when she. Oh, I did like. Mainly oh, you got to do her. crazy Nikki. That's my favorite. Yeah. I was like all the running, running people. around the ring. <laughs> yeah. Did running. you get to slap down like the jacket? Um, I don't think we had a jacket. It's probably like a remember. towel or something. But um, those were like I did all like the smaller people like that. So um, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then you can do, you can find my entrance. I got to do. They allowed us all to do our own entrances, and my uh, my finisher is actually in there too. Uh, me and TJ Perkins. We did the move. So you can, if you search, there's like, I think it's called the Queen of Aerobic style as one of the entrances. And then you'll find the Avalanche victory roll. Um, and that's my finisher. That's so, so cool. I know. It's awesome. They they sent us a copy of the game. So, because Eli did some of it too. Yeah. So it was the most fun I've ever had, like at work, you know, that was outside of just wrestling. Like, so cool. What characters <laughs> uh, do you normally play when you do play? <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I feel like it'd be fun to be like play as the people that you know you've done yeah i always doing that like we're we got the game i was going through everything yeah. just to just to see yeah but uh, when i when i'm terrible terrible at that at okay. i'm a button smasher and so it's just like i'm terrible with the so controllers <laughs> i'm so like I am so bad. Like I don't even know how to play with the the Xbox or the PS. I I can use a Wii one that's at least don't... like twelve years old. No, I can't do great. any of the new controllers, Lila. It's so sad, actually. 
And so I, I miss the Wii, man. I used to have a Wii. So do I. I we still have it, but we haven't played it in forever. But that that's so fun. You know, yeah. obviously you're one who has like a very creative mind as well. So I, I'm curious, and I know it can vary depending on the opponent and stipulation, but what does your creative process look like when you're putting wrestling matches together? Ooh. Can you kind of walk me through what goes through your mind when you're preparing for your matches? Dang. So I'll usually will, if I don't know my opponent already, um, I will sit down. I'll usually give myself a week to study for the match and I'll watch, you know, a bunch of their matches. You go very in depth then. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. try. I mean, I really try. I, I take it like it's war like it's my job coming up and yeah. so I have to, I have to study. Um, I need to go in there knowing what I want to do, what I, you know, what they do and how I want to put it together. Um, I don't know. I just, I watch their stuff. And then I think about how we can work together and make the best of what we both have together. Um, you know, I'm a lot of Lucha, so I know I'm going to be asking my opponent to kind of do a lot of running with me. <laughs> and I hope that, that they're down with it. And then, you know, my gimmicky stuff, how I can add that in with their character you know, how they work just to make it make sense. Um, but, it, you know, I, I usually do like, I have a week where I am slowly breaking down, coming up with ideas, um, you know, just jotting them all down. So when I come, I can have a, mm -hmm. you know, presentation so that we can take theirs and mine and then make something beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny? I'm glad you bring up kind of the character element of it because I, I'm i a big fan, especially of one of your matches in particular, and I vividly remember watching it. It was you versus Rache Chanel at VWR last year, which was such a fun match. I mean, you were yeah. getting her to do those aerobic exercises at the beginning. She brought out her, her purse full of hair products, started spraying you, which made sense, like, 80s-wise, you know? Yeah. You know, you have that whole vibe going on, but it was just genuinely one of the most fun and most entertaining matches that I've seen in a while. So from your Thank perspective, you. whether it be because of the, the gimmicks that you do or the character side or just in general, what has been the most fun match or moment of your career so far? Or Thank we'll give you, you like two or three because I know it can probably be hard to uh, narrow most it down. Fun, most fun, most fun. Um, dang, that's a lot. I, woo, I, I love them all. I mean – Recently, I had my my blockbuster street fight match, yes. and I mean, I think that's just going to top everything, mainly because I really put my my heart into that match to just make it as much as me as possible. And um, Cam Gates, who I wrestled, you know, he's so good. He's a great character as well. He's one of our best heels, and it was just I just had so much fun because I got to just do whatever I want to make this a blockbuster street fight. So I, I had, I got, you know, I went, I got a door and I got to, you know, spray paint blockbuster. I got a bunch of blockbuster signs and all these weapons that I want to turn all neon in the eighties. And it was just, you know, I, I, there was no leash on me. I got to just make it me for this, like make it as blockbustery and as eighties, this was my stipulation match and I got to just do whatever I wanted. And so for that, I think that will just always go down as one of my favorites. It was so much fun to just, to create. It was so much fun to create. 
Yeah, and especially, I mean, playing, kind of leaning into the character side, but also yeah. uh, leaning into, like, a new, I don't know if you've been into a, a stipulation like that. I feel like that's kind of a, a unique one. Yeah. Um, but it, it kind of mixes uh, a lot of fun elements together. But kind of more generally, too, we do what's called a watch list feature here on WrestleZone. So kind of in your career thus far, that obviously is one that stands out. Is there any other few ones that you feel really proud of, just whether it be for your performance or the opponents or ones that really stick out to you? I recently, I wrestled Lucas Riley, who is from Santino Brothers. And he is, how old is he? He was born in 1998, mind you. So this was like... Somebody who's younger than me. I was born in 97. Like, <laughs> he's he's so good. Yeah, and he's he's so young, and he's gonna he's just gonna get even more incredible. But I remember being super nervous for that match, just because he, I'm not that younging anymore, you know. And so it was a really big challenge for me because he's so quick, he's so fast, and I love that match. I usually get really like embarrassed to go back. I I watch my matches very like, uh, but after I watch, I was just so proud and just so happy with how it came out and um that I I was I stepped up to the challenge of Lucas Riley and kept up and we had this amazing we had amazing chemistry and it was just a great match and I really like when people are like oh I showed them that match um love that and then I recently wrestled Johnny Robbie as well at Santino's and yeah. that's another one of my of my top favorites. She is so good. She's been coming up. I've seen her name. She's fairly newer, obviously. Um, but I've seen her name popping up a lot on my timeline and my radar, especially as of late. Yeah, she's like two years in, I think. Yeah, and incredible superstar. Love working with her. Um, that was like at Santino's. That was the first time that we wrestled, and she's great and i i love that match as well um and i think it was the first time in santino's history that two women were wrestling wow. for a time so we got to make history together too so that was awesome well congratulations you know the the history maker you know we mentioned too at the beginning of this that you know you're coming up on, on 10 years in the business since your debut and training and all of that so kind of looking back on your nine plus year career thus far how do you think that you've grown as a person and a competitor? Dang. It's funny because when I was like five years in, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay at this. And the last five years since I moved out here, I've seen myself evolve and grow and get better. And I definitely see myself now as um, I'm like, a, I, I'm an ass kicker. You are. I am an ass kicker. And that's something I probably would not have said about myself 10 years ago or even maybe five six years ago but I'm training a lot more like I, I train three times four times a week now like solid on top of a shoot job um, mind you that yeah like I'm really just I know I'm getting older but I'm really starting to really really find myself um and I just I feel a lot like tougher mentally and physically uh you know, I just, I'm just kind of finding, finally finding myself completely now. And I'm 10 years in, so I have all that experience, but yeah. I, I, I'm going to have so much more. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's just so, it's really weird to look like, think of myself when I first started, you know, and I'm still kind of that timid kind of, but 
slowly I'm gaining more. That's one thing. I, I lack a lot of confidence that I, I know I should have. And I think I'm slowly growing into that. You know, that's <laughs> progress. You saying that out loud, by the way, I'm, I'm also one who has like confidence. I don't know. Just say issues, whatever. Like I totally get that. But I also recognize like it takes time. Like even I'm still in my mid twenties, but I've heard thirties is like where you really like get into your ish as you would say. Um, So I'm just looking forward to that. You know, I'm still going to rock out the rest of the latter half of my 20s, but uh, take it easy. Part of me is also kind of just like, just I just want to get to 30s because I've just been hurt. I've heard so many like, you just get like level up, I feel like in life and your worries kind of all these trivial things that you worry about, like just not disappear, but they're just so, you know, they're just trivial. They're just that. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yes. But, you know, Ugh. we've spent, you know, we've just talked about kind of looking back a reflection, kind of looking towards the future now to close things out. You know, you're coming up on 10 years, you're, you're slowly gaining your confidence. You know, you, like you said, you've been working a lot, focusing a lot on wrestling. What do you kind of hope to accomplish personally and professionally, say these next five years? So I have I have things happening right now that no one knows really yet. Okay. So I'm really excited for that to wrestling related or something yes. else. Okay, wrestling okay. related. So I'm excited for that um, to to you know when that happens and people will finally know. So I'm excited for this journey that I'm on right now, which like I said, not a lot of people know. So I'm excited for that. Um, so I'm just this see where this journey takes me. And on top of that, you know, I've been helping out a lot at Santino's yeah. with um, the classes and being, you know, assistant to the trainers. And I, I really enjoyed, you know, meeting the kids coming in to start their journeys. And it's been, it's been a, it, I don't know. It's, I just, I'm really enjoying helping people grow into their version of themselves wrestling wise and helping out the newer generation coming up. So that's been a great feeling. It's been really fulfilling for me to, to be someone that can help someone else's career and adventures coming up in the wrestling world. So kind of through that. Yeah. And kind of through that journey as a coach, you know, you've absorbed a bunch of knowledge throughout your journey, but kind of what do you try to like, you know, everybody's path is different, but what kind of advice or maybe lessons do you try to instill into these wrestlers and kind of the early stages of their training? Um, especially in the early stages, I, I like to remind them like, why are you here? Yeah. Like, yeah, the beginning, the beginning stuff is hard. It's hard, but you have to remember why you're here. Where like, you're here because you love wrestling. You have a passion for wrestling and you know, it might, the cardio drills, learning how to bump all that stuff. It's going to suck, but you love wrestling. It should be fun. Even the shitty shit should be fun so just remember to remember that and to just keep pushing yourself because you can accomplish anything you believe yeah and you know especially hearing that early on you know got to give some tough love i assume at times to kind of see who really wants it you know but yeah. um especially also being encouraging i feel like is a, a powerful thing especially when you're still finding your footing so that's that's really cool yeah. it's kind of it's a different experience for you. Have you kind of realized that you're kind of at like that veteran? Has that really sunk into you yet? You know, no, I, I always, oh, it's so, it's weird. It, it's funny <laughs> I because I think at the last time, I would say since like the beginning of the pandemic, like, so when I thought of California, I would think of you. I know, I know Heather's moved since then, but I felt like it was you, Heather and Ruby, like kind of controlling 
the uh you know california scene but i feel like you know there's been newer names like mighty myra like jin savani you know johnny yeah. robbie milo's been making her way i feel like it's kind of like doubled or tripled in the women which is great to hear but like yes. you're a you're a vet now viva van of course you know has been killing it too um but like you're like a veteran now you know i know <laughs> it's weird i'm like oh does that make me old no, you know, you just get to lend your mind to, like, yeah. this wonderful, booming West Coast scene because I feel like, you know, a lot of it is 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 East Coast or Florida or, like, Texas or, like, Chicago. The West Coast doesn't, I feel like, not get a lot of love, but a lot of, like, recognition, I feel like, you know? Uh, no, I totally, I totally agree. That's why when GCW was here for WrestleMania weekend, yeah. it was, it was awesome to get... Yeah get all those eyes on everybody over here so that was a great opportunity for all of us um but yeah it we, it's great like the women are flourishing over here like there's there's a lot of us like it's there is. great i love it um and i'm just yeah i, I guess I, i'm one of the vets now which is just weird but it's awesome just to see these new up-and-comers. I, I would say, um, I think, I mean, I feel like you and Ruby are kind of leading the charge and kind of as the vets now. I feel like it's an unofficial responsibility. In the, yeah, in, so, in the SoCal, yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Mariah retired. Cheeks up north. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know that you're you're doing it with with stride and you know i you just like like i said at the beginning of this radiate so much energy so of course it's been a pleasure to chat with you again before we let you go can you please share where the listeners can find you online sure. <laughs> um on instagram you can find me at delilah underscore doom but the o's are zeros yes and then on on the twitter it's the same thing, except the O's are regular O's. <laughs> regular O's. <laughs> and I be on the lookout. That. Things are happening. I'm excited. Hmm. Hmm. I have some things in mind, but we'll see. We'll have to stay tuned, though, like you said. Delilah, thank you so much for chatting with me again. It's been a pleasure, as always. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you, everybody.